The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Welcome, folks, to the Bob and Zip cast with Ed Kelly. Uh, I'm Bob Rivers. Uh, that's Zip Zipfell. Say hi, Zip. Uh, hi, Zip. And <laughs> veteran voice actor Ed Kelly. You would have been really good. You could have tried this one. Stay classy Cincinnati. Can you say that? Me? No, Zip. Zip, that's what I thought. Was stay it Cincinnati? classy Cincinnati. No, no. What was um, it? it uh, was San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. Stay, stay classy San Diego. Perfect. <laughs> that's not me. All right. Special yeah. guest on the uh, show today, uh, Andrew Rivers, comedian. We'll be back. Right. He's been uh, traveling. He's been on the COVID. He's been on COVID air. He'll tell us what that's been like. <laughs> and uh, and we have a big guest coming up on Friday's show. Spike O'Neill of the Bob Spike and Joe podcast will join us uh, for the second half of the podcast. And I'm very excited about this because I, I miss uh, talking to him. And I know that both you guys love him. Yes. Yes. Very talented man. Amazing. Perhaps love was too strong a word, Zip. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put you. <laughs> well, it'll, he does wear a kilt. He's got to be careful how he responds. <laughs> it'll be interesting to commiserate with yeah, another yeah. former. Well, uh, I just know that every time staff. I play a twisted tune for Zip, he goes, is that Spike? And then he goes, man, that's, <laughs> that's so pretty good. Pretty amazing stuff. When you have to ask, you know the guy's good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's start today with something I've been meaning to do for a long time. Uh-oh. And finally did. Now, Zip and I talked about this. Okay. I don't know if Zip ever did it. Yep. <laughs> but we well. talked about it. Uh-huh. Any guesses? Talked about it. <sighs> talked talked about, about uh, it. Boy. Um, uh, making a pilgrimage to New Haven. <laughs> uh yeah, wrong time with the pandemic. Although I've I've driven to Connecticut and picked up Peppy's Pizza and driven it back to Vermont. Yeah. Oh, going uh, going flying again? No, nope, no, flying. Hartford. I'm sure. So you and I talked about this. There is a movie out and it's on Netflix, and I missed it when it was out, partially because it's not a a feel good topic, uh, but it, the movie is based in Boston. Hmm. And it's about a newspaper, the Boston Globe. Spotlight, right? Spotlight. Did you see it yeah. yet? Yes, I did. Excellent movie. Oh. Excellent movie. And, and pretty accurate, as I understand. Yeah. Uh, about the exposing the whole clergy abuse ah. thing. Let's, ah. let's, let's call it what it is. Catholic priest pedophiles. Yeah. And we have a twisted tune for that at the end of the show, by the way. <laughs> oh, man, what a woke show. <laughs> have you heard that, that tune yet? I likely have. I've heard most. Yeah, but, it's uh, Spike, uh-huh. and um, he, he's. Uh, well, I'll, I'll I'll let him sing it at the end of the show. Okay. It, it's uh, it's an old song. It's a Canadian band, I believe. Really. Uh, Georgia Satellites. Keep your hands to yourself. Yeah, no, they're. Not, I don't believe they're Canadian. I think they're Southerners. Oh yes. I can find out. You yeah. might be right. I'm well, anyway, Canadian. it's about how a Catholic priest should keep their hands to themselves. <laughs> I have heard that. You have actually played that on this show. Yeah, right? yeah. We've yeah. Okay. played that. Actually. Well, we'll play that because of Spotlight. Let's let's get into this because, uh, Ed, you're not a Catholic. No. Zip, you're a Protestant. As uh, my pastor once said, I, I am a Protestant on the inactive roster. <laughs> he actually <laughs> said that to me. Yeah. My pastor would call that a backslider. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm inactive too. I don't consider myself a lapsed Catholic because many of the principles, um, co- uh, the idea of a conscience and a soul, all the things that I was taught in Catholic school mm. uh, still guide me to this. They, they'd have to. I was brainwashed by the well, nuns. You, you were indoctrinated. Yeah, yeah, I was indoctrinated, well, and, and, but I loved it. I, I happen to think that the, look, to me, the basis of most religion. Yes is the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. It's a, a broad brush, but okay. <laughs> well, it's a, it is a broad brush, but isn't yeah. that the best part of every religion? Uh, well, it, it certainly gives you uh, something to gravitate to, yeah. Ooh, I'm hearing, not a, I'm hearing a little a paganistic vibe coming <laughs> no, from Ed No, no, Keller. no, 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 you know me. Well, what, is, what are your beliefs? My, I believe in a higher power. You do? Yeah. And I, uh, you know, it's, I, I just do, and I have... I, have personally uh, had interaction with that power, and that it has reinforced that belief. Oh, hmm. okay. 
I, I think I, here's what I think. I think coincidences are God's way of remaining anonymous. I like How's that, that too. Okay, Zip. What's your, what are your beliefs before we get into priest fondling? <laughs> <laughs> As a wow. ramp up to the next conversation. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Thanks. Thanks for the. Uh, uh, do the next right thing. It's kind of the golden rule. My father had, although he was not a man of many words, other than obscenities when he was pissed off. <laughs> um, he did say, "What you sow, so shall you reap," which is right. a very simple way of you know, Karma. do the next right thing. You know, and it, as far as a higher power, I, I got to admit I struggle. From an analytical standpoint, well, how can this be? Mm-hmm. And every time I've been unconscious, I don't remember anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. do you know what I mean? I, so, I do. I, I was no, that way no about electricity until the, I stuck know. my hand in a light socket. <laughs> and then I just went, well, I can't see it, but I do believe. So, divine design, yes or no? I'm just, yeah. I'm just curious. Oh, divine design. Uh, well, here's the thing. If you look at what we know of human history... You see evolution, evidence for evolution of society, evidence Mm -hmm. for evolution of animals, although it happens so slowly, we have to rely on stories. Mm -hmm. So even science is all about stories that someone has to theorize and then believe. And they call religion theology. Mm -hmm. It's a theory. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, all you know is what's in your heart. So it, it, it's my view that atheists take a leap of no faith. <laughs> but it's the same leap. Do you know what and I'm there, saying? And there are no atheists on their deathbeds. Yeah. Why is that? They, they have just as much proof <laughs> yes. as theists do. That's true. And uh, it has been my experience in life that behaving as if there is a deity and it doesn't have to be a deity. It's right. just a, a. I like the word higher power, of course, because it worked for me in that uh, rehab thing. that spiritual program that's yeah. very anonymous that I don't talk about a lot. <laughs> nice, nicely, nebulously done, yeah. sir. Well, we're all being a little nebulous, but yeah. the yeah. thing is that um, I don't have a better explanation than intelligent design because there's no explanation for intricacy and beauty and art right right and the brain alone when when you the number of computations is uh, trillions per second yeah yeah so i mean and you, we think we're so advanced with the new mac you know uh, what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we are so. we are really we're the pentium yeah uh, uh as far as <laughs> our, our brains go and by the way that's the next step for man i don't want to get off the the track here with the pedophile priests but yeah, why would you do that? We're going to soup up our brains. We're oh, already yeah. doing it with external devices. Yes. So, uh, uh, but we'll, AI is scary. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, back to Elon Musk later. So, okay. after years of avoiding the movie Spotlight, mm-hmm. which I knew was about cardinal law in Boston and how the Boston Globe uncovered the church's cover-ups. Yeah of all the pedophile priests and it and it it, it had a far reaching effect oh, way yeah. way beyond the 73 priests yeah. that were hidden and transferred around from Boston parishes it was global and i remember being in ireland really um maybe a decade ago and there was still stuff coming out. And, and and at the end of the movie, by the way, you saw this zip, right? At the end of the movie, they list all the countries and all the pedophile priests that were yes. exposed. And after. you were in Ireland. You know the two highest profile were Pat McGrine and Phil McCracken. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like taking the wind out of the sails I there. totally I asked for that. <laughs> So, so, but it's one of those movies. Time out, Fred. Yeah, it goes in the corner. (laughs) Again, (laughs) I avoided it, and maybe you did for a while too, Zip, because it's not a play. Hey, honey, want to watch Priests Fondle Little Boys? Oh God, it's not a date movie. No, it's not a feel-good hit of the decade. Um, It's something I I, I felt the same way about Schindler's List, which I saw. That that was creepy. That just left me down for days. Ah. Decades after it came out, I saw that. So, 
Anyway, well, how what? the hell did I become an action star after that? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the actor in Spotlight? Uh, Batman. He's one of the Batmans. Who Michael I Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah. He was good. And Sorry actually, about the uh, it's and um, uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, uh, help me out here. Star of Breaking Bad. Um, uh, Brian. Brian Cranston, Cranston. has a, a smaller Jesse. role. In. A smaller a role. Yeah, an important role. Uh, but Ray Donovan. Who's that? Um, what's that guy's name? Oh, oh, you mean uh, uh, right, right. Ray Romano? No, 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 Ray Donovan. Uh, not, not. Uh, what's the Donovan uh, Irish show about Boston? It's all. It has guys in it who were fondled by priests. Oh my god. Um, it, it's uh, what's his name? Leif Schreiber. Okay. Let me let me look him up. But anyway, okay. it's got an all-star cast, and it's all about a newspaper. First off, it's about a newspaper back when newspapers. We're the bomb. Yeah. It's Lee Schreiber, yeah. And we weren't vilified. Uh, he's the star. He's sort of one of the stars in that he's this new newspaper guy from Miami who moves to Boston. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, is this guy going to do budget cuts? What's going to happen? And I wanted to whisper to them, not yet. We don't have an internet yet. You guys are safe for another decade. <laughs> so yeah. he comes in and he basically shakes things up at the paper. And he, he kind of asks, like, why have you not gone after the Catholic Church? And they're like, this is Boston. Yeah. Catholics run this town. And not to mention the police. <laughs> mm-hmm. And in the past, when the paper had done stories, the church had come down hard on them. Mm-hmm. And the parishioners, like, it's, what is Boston, like 60% Catholic or something? It, like, we're canceling their subscriptions. Yeah. So this guy, he's an out-of-towner. Oh, and they and they point out, he's a Jew. <laughs> of course. And so he's like, yeah, this is a big story. You need to serve the people of Boston and expose this stuff. And so they start doing it, and you start to see all the ways that the highest levels of the Catholic already, Church yeah. covered it all up. And it gets down to a basic question about whether celibacy even is a good idea. Is a good idea for anybody. Yeah, it's not. I worry about you, Ed, a little bit. But then you keep (laughs) you keep landing another young one. Sometimes they flop off the dock. Yeah, sometimes they get off the hook. Yeah, Um, but like the whole idea of the priesthood is that you're going to be married to God. And I guess there's an estimate in this movie, I don't know how accurate it is, that 60 or more percent of priests are not celibate. And, and not only that, it, it, it uh, has been theorized that it creates a, a haven for uh, those pedophiles. who are... Yeah. yeah. And not just pedophiles, but those who are not of the, uh, the heterosexual persuasion because, I mean, hey, I'm not going to get married. Great, here's a job. Yeah, yeah. In other words, yeah. those who have to hide their sex... Anyway, at least back Their in that orientation, day, yes. hopefully back, less. Back in the day. Hopefully, society's grown a little bit since then. Although, yeah. if you watch I'm the news not, these days, we seem yeah. to be taking two steps back. Yeah, yeah, it is. So. Quick correction: uh, Brian Cranston was not in Spotlight. I misspoke there. But you know who was? Do you remember Joe Stapleton, Metro Traffic? Bob, uh, the guy who the was on the air in Boston doing Metro yes, Traffic. Yeah. Yes, he he was he was in it. What cop. what did he play? A cop. Oh, you know. okay. Wow. So they use some Boston people. Yes, they did. Oh, it's nice for local hires. Yeah. I mean, that's it's only fair if you're going to take advantage of the film incentives. So uh, I don't want to give too much away. Oh, you never do, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's an important, it's like almost a documentary. Uh-huh. And it's also for anybody today who hasn't seen it, I would say young people should see it. Yeah. Actually, uh, 12-year-olds who want to be altar boys should probably see it. <laughs> Why am I laughing? This is, this is not funny. <laughs> well, no. It's, it's a, a nervous a, laughter. It's yeah. on the right side of, of the argument, though. Okay, I'm helping fine. to prevent that. Yeah. But uh, it's also an amazing look at something that we've really lost Oh, as far as the newspapers and the credibility of journalism goes? Journalism, thank you. That yeah. was the word. Yeah. Um, back then, 
they had teams of reporters oh, yeah. who were given weeks yeah. to interview people, to Whatever dig, to find the story. Today, even the biggest news channels yeah. throw people on with opinions mm-hmm. whose job it is to push a particular kind of propaganda and, and opine, yeah. that, mm. that gathers the audience. Mm-hmm. And the job of news today is to, I don't want to use the word brainwash because the, uh, I've been brainwashed to believe that's a bad word. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Uh, But it's more, it's, it's, it's propagandized. Is it not glorified clickbait of sorts? It's cut and paste journalism. Well, yeah, stringers. And opinion. And, and Zip and I know this and you know it too. There are. If you go to any newspaper, even a monstrous big city newspaper in Detroit, Seattle, yeah, or yep. Boston, yeah. and you look at how many people they employ today versus how many they employed back. crew. Yeah. The press used to do a lot of good, and now the cheapest way to run news is to rile everybody up and get us all to hate each other. Right. So that's, that's the underlying brilliance Oh, what the hell do you know, Rivers? What do I know? <laughs> hey, oh yeah, we're on a cable Sorry. news. Ha- and Zip, yeah. what do you think? Zip's in a box. Ed's in a box. Oh, yeah. Stop. Anyway, all right, that's my plug. Uh, in the meantime, the Pope is in the news today. Oh, Pope, is he? Uh, Pope Francis. Yeah. And actually, uh, he did this on Sunday because uh-huh. that's his day. <laughs> <laughs> And I can't okay. complain too much about that because no. we only work on you know Wednesday and Friday. Yeah. But Pope Francis declared gossip to be a plague worse than COVID. Well, you know, interesting. <laughs> I think I don't think it's worse, but I I think it might run a close second. I abhor gossip. I re- I really do. I think it's destructive. It's one of my pet peeves. And he's talking about gossiping within the church communities and even within the Vatican bureaucracy. So since I've been on hiatus mm-hmm. with going to church, what is he? What is he talking about? It. It's just in, it's just backbiting and and uh, infighting inside of the uh, organized religion, inside of the Catholic Church, amongst clergy, and and you know every it, it's like everything else. There's a pecking order in, in religious organizations, and there's uh, there's a lot of uh, un, what would you call it? They would call well, it, in the Bible. It, they would call it lasciviousness. They would call it um, hip, hypocrisy to a degree. I think he uh, says petty, like like law enforcement with the blue wall. Yeah, the Vatican is a walled city. I mean, well, so this... How does it all work? This came working? immediately on the heels of me seeing Spotlight. Yeah. So I don't want to disagree with the Pope, but my reading of this is he said, you should correct others privately when they do something wrong. Yeah. Well, that's... The that's Catholic just... hierarchy has long relied on this fraternal correction amongst mm-hmm. priests and bishops. Mm-hmm. Fiddle about, fiddle about. I'm some, sorry. <laughs> some dirty laundry needs to be aired. I will agree with that. Yeah. So uh, is the Pope turning into uh, Pope Tucker Carlson? What's he talking about? <laughs> His voice is lower, actually, the Pope. It is. It is. Yes. So He's I, not using Twitter yet, is no. he? Uh, okay. I'm not no. buying it. Well, no, we he's, do. Have he's a, still working with smoke signals. Actually, okay. we do have a bit about this, and it's called the Gossip Pope. Shall I yeah. let it rip, Ed? Sure, why not? Oh, Sister Abigail, can you even believe the Pope says gossip is worse than the coronavirus? Oh, Father Abby, I know that's a huge WTF from me. By the way, what's with his silly hat? Oh, I don't know, sis. That hat has got to go. And that Pope mobile, so tacky. Did you hear? It's not only bulletproof, but gossip proof as well. Sounds like somebody's hashtag paranoid. It's like, I can't even. And did you hear? He apparently told Cardinal Joaquin that Deacon Jones needs to get new robes because his are, quote, so uggo. It's like, Pope, you're the gossip. Hey, you two gossiping about me? Oh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 no,
OMG, that was a close one. BT Dubs, you wouldn't even believe what I heard about the Dalai Lama. <laughs> yeah, I was not in that bit, by the way. Oh, I did not, not appear. No. no, it was my boss, and I obviously I do a better Italian dialect, but he was more convenient at the time, probably. But it did harken back to my early days with with ACN when that was the first thing we did. I did with them was make fun of the Pope did because you? he was on yeah. tour. So we did we did Pope I the Holy Man. Mm. <laughs> where, where I did pop, I'm Pope. I'm Pope. I, I, I live in the Vatican's eat spinach for dinner and bless all the sinners. You know, I'm Pope. I love that one. That's yeah, cute. It was. And then we did the Pope's roadie. Uh, I was the Pope's roadie. Uh, did you know he's a totally righteous dude? Mm. So what is your job as the Pope? Uh, I have to keep the the hat stuff. I have to Windex the booth. You know this kind of thing. So. And I just went back to Canada going, wow, they really have freedom over there. They can say whatever the hell they want. I like this gig. I think I'll go back. And I did. All right. Well, um, I'm, I'm calling them. I've got a new nickname for the Pope because that's how you brand people these days. With Oh, yeah. Well, you do. That yeah. comes from on top. This, yeah. this whole thing of we should settle all this stuff in private, huh. to me, makes him creepy Pope Francis. <laughs> Oh, the cards and letters. I can see them now. <laughs> creepy, creepy. If right. the mail ever gets to Vermont. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, what else do we have? Oh, we have our, our comedian guest, but uh, what else you guys, uh, anything else that we didn't? Oh, there's one more th bit. What's this one? Uh, this is, what did I send? <laughs> uh, drive through haunted house. It is. It, is it almost Halloween already? It, it, it's coming up, oh, but right. it's not safe. It doesn't make, mean that they're safe. Think about how, what a cesspool that could be. Mm. Andrew Rivers on the other side of this. When Halloween happens during COVID-19, it's important to be safe and scared. Do both at the drive-through haunted house. Welcome to Horror Mansion. Can I take your order? Uh, yeah. Uh, hi. I'd like to be startled. Okay, then. Boo. That'll be 7.45. Please pull up to the second window. At the drive through Haunted House, you can be terrified without ever leaving your Toyota. Okay, uh, I'd like a chainsaw murderer in a hockey mask, please. Would you like to supersize that and add a bloody apron and machete? Yeah, sure. Uh, and my wife will have the chicken Caesar salad? Good choice. There's nothing scarier than fast food lettuce. The drive through Haunted House. Open late every night until Halloween. I'm sorry, sir. Your chainsaw murderer isn't quite ready yet? Pull ahead and we'll send him out shortly. Oh, hell no! <laughs> Love it. Yes, all the many things that will be, f at least for the next few months, changed because of COVID-19. Yeah. Hey, was oh. Halloween, the, the business of Halloween costumes and that whole bit, was it that big when we were kids? It was mostly about sugar consumption it in was. my neighborhood. We, we used to make our own costumes a lot yeah. of the time, too. A yeah. sheet, and you're a ghost. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> go, go get some candy apples. <laughs> That's right. Uh, okay, and uh, oh, uh, speaking of COVID-19, before yeah. we bring Andrew on, uh, this morning, Lisa was watching, uh, what's her name, uh, Kelly and Ryan. You ever see Kelly. that show? Yeah, yeah. Ryan Seacrest. Occasionally, okay, so, yeah, because, yeah. Big radio guy. The new, the new uh, Casey Kasem and Dick Clark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to hand That's it to true. him. He's That's gotten true. way better in that gig. I mean, it's actually well, he's, watchable. He, yeah, he's, he's quite good, yeah. actually. He's yeah. brilliant. Uh, well, t you know, they've been doing it in COVID-19 boxes, Brady Bunch style. Oh, really? And, um, and, you know, their guests are in their own little box in their living room or whatever. Today, they created a virtual set Oh, you're kidding and when, me. When the, the show, green screen it? Yeah, when the show came on, I went, oh, is this a rerun? They're back in the same room. And they didn't say anything about it. Right. But what would happen is they would look at each other like they were in the same room, and it had right. a background of a studio. And if Kelly would gesture with her hand too far, mm -hmm. there go. like oh, in the Back to off. the Future yeah. movie, yeah. her hand would disappear. <laughs> Doc, I can't go back. <laughs> Oh, you gotta go. Your mother's waiting to sleep with you. <laughs> That's a no. great movie, and you 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 zeroed right in on the main uh, character, main point of that movie. Uh, so anyway, uh, there there's really incredible, uh, just some cool stuff coming down the pike to make you think 
things are live when they're not. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was just speaking with my former on-air partner earlier this, this evening. He said that he, they're doing that on a local level as well. Oh, really? That's right. Yeah. Good, uh, good opportunity for special <laughs> effects. So, well, I say this uh, because when watching it, I thought, you know, it's time for Bob and Zip with Ed Kelly to, to go oh, video. I like the way you think, mister. And... <laughs> Because then we get Andrew numbers. <laughs> yeah, we get Andrew numbers. He gets like eight thousand people for just a clip with us. Go figure. <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy to be riding in his coattails at Honestly. this stage of my life. Makes oh, a father proud. So before we bring up Andrew, we got to turn on our iPhones, mm. or in Zip's case, the uh, BlackBerry or whatever he no, still has. No, because I'm not I'm not going to make that cut <laughs> <laughs> like last time. Get out, forget and it. We got to start recording ourselves. Uh -huh. And I assume Andrew is ready to well. do the same. <clears throat> Uh, he's just returned from a flight to Milwaukee for a comedy gig, and he's in Portland, I believe, either this well, weekend or last weekend. Andrew is back to touring, and he's he's unafraid of COVID-19. <laughs> uh, at least, you know, and I probably would be if I was his age. He's afraid of COVID-19, COVID-19, yeah. COVID-19. All right, hang on a second. I got I to gotta use this phone correctly. What do I have to do? It's... I have to, oh, I have to switch it to look at my face. Oh, there yeah, you're go. great with a with an audio board. Yeah, I can do audio. <laughs> okay, we're ready to bring him on. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Rivers, welcome back to the Bob and Zip cast with Ed Kelly. Yay. Hello, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. It's good to have you. Um, yeah, I just want to get the promo out of the way up top. I'll be at Helium Comedy Club in Portland, <laughs> Oregon this weekend, September Helium Comedy Club? That sounds like yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, it's wow. going to be a riot. You got to come out to the show. It's Will there be some uh, little people in the audience at the Helium Comedy Club? <laughs> no, the drink special is a Molotov cocktail. Though, oh, so. great. That's Portland. Oh, man. <laughs> Didn't take yeah, long. Yeah, well, yeah. The uh, the government finally wised up and decided comedians are not safe to interact with the public. So uh, comedy clubs here are shut down. I got to go to other states. And uh, I was in Wisconsin all weekend. The shows are great. Performing during COVID is a little weird. There are times where you feel perfectly safe and perfectly normal. And just like anything else, there are times like, uh, you know, I'm definitely infected. This is over for me, you know? <laughs> My throat's dry. Because the symptoms are so vague. It's like, right, oh, they are. Uh, tired and loose stool. It's like, well, is that coronavirus or is that the 16 Bud Lights I chugged? You know, <laughs> get through my day now. But, uh, but I would rather, I mean, like, sometimes during the show, people cough loudly during, you know, a quiet part. And I just feel like... Uh, I feel like pe I would rather fart in public than cough out loud. <laughs> These days. For chip sure. Chip off the old block. Yeah. <laughs> chip off the old block. I like it. <laughs> but uh, I do wish there was a safer way to sell merchandise, though, because that really helps the income, you know? Yep. And I thought about, like, a T-shirt cannon, but they... They really frown upon bringing a gun across state lines. <laughs> yeah, and, so. and wheeling a cannon into uh, Portland yeah. would have, would be problematic this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, they got enough going with on. With you there. being in Portland, did you go to any of the riots? Did you? <laughs> no. I well, I was. In, I'm in Portland this weekend, so I haven't. Oh, I oh. will go to the riots, yeah, but will. I have not yet. No. I want no. you to report for it, and you uh, call yourself an American. Yeah. I'm not out there protesting. I have a pre-existing condition. I'm a giant okay. pussy, and that's. <laughs> let's everything. let's talk about Wisconsin. Uh, you flew into Milwaukee, right? Yeah, I and mean, all these north. people that are uh, scared of flying uh, keep being scared of flying. It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> you get cheaper flights. <laughs> <laughs> there's 50 people on the plane, and uh, everyone's wearing a mask, and there's air filters, so um, it feels great. I, I Granted, it was Milwaukee on, like, a Sunday, but I was at gate uh, 53C, and there were five flights in the whole airport, so. Wow. 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 Uh, yeah. It's it's uh, a little worrisome, yeah. but yeah. Uh, so the only know. thing worse than being a comedian these days would be a, a being an airline pilot. <laughs> well, think? airlines will probably come back, so uh, there's that to look forward to. Yeah. I'm not sure. Attention, passengers, we're hoping that uh, my career will uh, survive this onslaught. <laughs> yeah. We know that Andrew Rivers is aboard, and we'd like to welcome our lone passenger. <laughs> wish you a very good show, Andrew. Yeah, on the show, I grab the uh, I grab the uh, microphone and I start doing my set, 
just because it's bigger crowds than the comedy club. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> less so, people and, can walk out, and uh, yeah, it's great. That's yeah. true. <laughs> so <laughs> at the comedy club in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. uh, were there? Uh, was everyone wearing a mask? No. No, you. This is what. Uh, this is a nuanced conversation but people wear the mask when they walk in and then right. they take it off to laugh and drink and eat and so so they take it off the when same they're spewing the, yes spittle. it's the same Favorite as like a, you know a chipotle is open which is arguably you know less good for you than the actual coronavirus but uh got a point but you know it's it's whatever people i mean this is what's crazy is it's uh you know we have 50 different states doing 50 different things. So like out there, there's no capacity restrictions. I mean, the Wisconsin Supreme Court said uh, it's illegal to shut everything down. So they're going for it. I now, have, granted, I they're way up about, north, yeah. you know, you know, they're way up north. So it's a small, it's, you know. It rural. Uh, rural. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of blue signs in the yards. I get it. But, <laughs> but I have a theory about places like that. Not, you've traveled more than any of us at this point. Uh, my theory is that the government of these places figures, let's just get herd immunity quickly so we can come back economically sooner. Do you feel like that's the case? I have no idea. I'm I'm not privy to the discussions. <laughs> I mean, I understand that off. some... Governors have decided that at all costs, human life is more important, and mm-hmm. that's uh, their decision. And some those are the wussy liberals that, uh, in the Democratic yeah. big cities that that's are. Right. Uh, you know, this is where I. T- I mean, yeah. I kind of get like conspiracy theorists where I think maybe uh, they're just keeping it more locked down because it makes Trump look bad and it creates a little bit more of a hmm. unrest. So it could go both ways is what you're saying. Yeah. I think, I think it's uh, I hmm. think there's a line somewhere in the middle of, I really liked the, the one third capacity and everything spread out that way. They're able to, you know, somewhat still make a living, but uh, you know, what hmm. do, I mean, I don't know. Here's the other quote is like, uh, what is that old quote that like uh, it's impossible to get a man to understand something when, when his, his salary depends, depends on, on not him not understanding, understanding it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Upton Sinclair, eighteen forty nine. By the way, huh? Upton Sinclair, eighteen forty nine, said that. Wow, look at you. Oh, was he a friend of yours? Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're old, Dad. Get it? Hey. Well, it's. It, I'm glad you remember that. But he actually hears some stuff that I tell him. That's my favorite <laughs> quote of all time, because anytime I can't understand why someone would, you know, not see something. It's usually because there's a conflict of interest in their yes, life, and right. their job yeah. depends on them not seeing it. So, in the same in the same light of like, you can't tell the governor of South Dakota that Sturgis rally is safe for anybody, but their tax dollars and their everything depends on that happening. You mm-hmm. know, the same mm-hmm. way that a liberal governor is not going to say these protests are doing anything and spreading. Oh, it's mostly peaceful, a little fiery, but just most fiery peaceful. here and there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's outdoors. The same way that like you know Ted Wheeler is walking out into the crowd in Portland while people are lugging water bottles at his face, and he's going, "I don't see any problem out here." Of course not. <laughs> he has to placate to those people. So yeah. uh, that's where I get in. That's where like the conspiracy theory about like oh, this will all go away after the election, like. I don't think they mean the virus is going to go away. I think they'll. I think that. I think that those people believe that uh, people will kind of go. All right, we got Trump out of office. Now we can kind of get back to what we think is probably the best huh. mix of. That's like, interesting. But I also think, like, even at the beginning of this, we were told it was just to flatten the curve and make sure that hospitals didn't go to overloaded. And you know, it's kind of like we did that. Know, hot, we got we yeah. got plenty of room. Let's you know, if it starts getting bad again. You know, and healthcare is a business. So absolutely, isn't that what your one of your lines about uh, one third of the economy or something like that? One sixth of our economy is related to healthcare. Yeah, and so uh, it's been terrible for healthcare this virus because all all the breast implants were on were on hold. All the all my dental work, forget it. You had me at breast implants. (laughs) (laughs) Are you holding breast implants? Yeah. Um, and I was going to get teeth whitening, but not now. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, uh, we know. We saw you on, on Andrew's. I, I'm smiling page. for you now. <laughs> so well, anyway, I think uh, I think you should hop on a plane and uh, go see the kids. Stop being a little hermit in the woods and uh, fly oh. into L.A. Not going to happen. From, not yeah, going to happen without but, a vaccine. Uh, your mother. Here's the funny thing about oh, your that's mother. It. Blame it on mom. Sure. Oh, oh, and then she's not even sure she wants to get the vaccine. So how long are you guys actually going to wait? <laughs> so here's this the deal. Is where, this is so fun to me, okay? So yeah. I we was got about the to tell you con- that, by the way. Oh, she sorry. won't get the vaccine. She wants everyone else to get it and make That's way right. for the queen. Yes. Oh, oh cool. Geez. Me too. Yeah. I mean, I I'm not going to implant. <laughs> you know, the... Yeah, it's a little goofy about, uh, you know, the news is telling you that someone else is trying to control your mind. And uh, it's Bill Gates. He's the one trying to mind control you. <laughs> yeah. Now tune in for breaking news. We found a loose hamster. Don't go. Breaking you know. news. <laughs> uh, so, But uh, I just feel bad for the kids, you know. I mean, they're learning over, over the computer and... Um, yeah. I feel like kids are going to be the worst grandparents when they grow up, you know. Back in my day, we had to walk upstairs both ways to school. Because they're in the house. Oh, get it? No, I right. got that, actually. Well, you just, anyway, I think about all the kids sourcing their research paper from Breitbart. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Breitbart. It's a crazy But I time. think schools are prepared for coronavirus. Like, if a kid gets sick and dies, they already have plenty of chalk to outline the body. <laughs> no. so oh, man. Oh. That's Ooh. some dark stuff, Andy. Oh. That's awesome. That's a wonderful joke. <laughs> Don't tell that to your Aunt Patty. Yeah, but anyway, I think you would be super help. I mean, you guys, at least mom is, uh, she's been looking to raise someone since I turned 18. uh, (laughs) I mean, they already told me I should come down and help the kids with school, but I don't think that's a good idea. Like I'm a comedian. (laughs) I tell poop jokes and I barely read at a third grade level. So you don't (laughs) want that kind of influence on these kids. Oh my. Now, we're going to have a vaccine on Halloween. No, they, they just stopped. It was killing a guy. and they just Oh, I saw that. Well, yeah. What was that? AstraZeneca? <laughs> AstraZeneca. Yes, yeah. the Swedish-British company. That it was having a bad effect on one guy. Yeah. Well, one guy. Yeah. I mean... Well, it's it, but it's probably. I feel bad for him and all. <laughs> yeah, but you know, one guy's expendable if we can get a vaccine out of it, right? Yeah. I'll be oh, there as soon as they say it's safe. I'll take it immediately. Yeah, really? I, uh, so you don't trust the CDC for Lyme disease or anything else? But if they say that this <laughs> yeah. is safe, you're well, the Center for aboard. Disease Confusion is a political oh. organization, as is the oh. World yeah. Hospital oh. Organization. Uh, they're all they're all full of it. Uh, but sure. here's the deal: uh, I trust capitalism more than i trust them and uh, they need to uh, create a vaccine that's going to bring back the swamp monsters at the stock market so yeah i think when they put out a vaccine the chances are pretty good that it's going to help um but i don't all medicines have side effects all every uh, you you remember this phrase every solution creates a new set of problems Mm-hmm. Every action has an opposite or equal reaction, we call it in science. Well, uh, yes, that's, that's, a, that's a different uh, saying and not applicable to what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty similar. I mean, it's, it's less, uh, yes, it's less. When, when you right. try to fix something, you usually cause or, or take, a, there's always a risk. And um, and there will be a risk in everything we do. Uh, every medicine has, uh, I mean, to watch the evening news. Uh, you probably have never heard of it, but it's on at 630 at night. May cause actual death. Yeah. Your family may leave you. Yeah. Bad breath. Halitosis. Yeah. And so those are the, uh, those are the uh, warning effects for the actual <laughs> news. That's what happens when you watch the news. <laughs> right, right. That's wasn't, Fa- wasn't Fauci saying something about the efficacy threshold was only 50% or something? What did he say? Yes. So um, the CDC will approve a vaccine if it's 50 percent effective. Wow. And that sounds very low. And it is because if I take it, I might still get the virus and die. The point of the vaccine is to make transmission slow to a level that's less than R. You, you know, the R factor are not are not yeah when the when each person who gets it transmits it to fewer than one person Mm -hmm. 
then the vaccine goes away. And, and here's the thing about the vaccine. If enough people get it, you're going to see numbers plummet. Of course. In just a couple of weeks. I, I mean, the whole thing, I, I said this from the beginning, but by Lisa's birthday, April 6th, 2021, book your cruise, go to your concerts, do everything. That's what well, I think is going to happen. That's optimistic. Yeah. Oh, it's optimistic, but I'm... You're an optimist. I'm not getting on an airplane right now, but I'm optimistic. <laughs> but you might buy one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so that's the COVID-19. It's got to be. And by the way, your job depends on this not being as bad as we think it is, Andrew. For sure. Yeah. So tell me yeah, it's not I mean, as bad I, as we like, think it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If I was in the cabin in the woods you know, retired, I'd, I'd be a, all for a lockdown. You know I mean? <laughs> Ouch. That's all right. Honey, turn off the news. It's depressing, man. <laughs> That's funny. That's right. It's oh, trying to do that voice as well as you do. But. Isn't it sad that abortion isn't retroactive? Bob? We've been turning <laughs> off the news in the middle of the newscast. It's like, okay, first off, most of it's recycled old news. It's true. It's true. And I've stopped the news watching. is The news is just pornography. It's just... Um, which I'm a big fan of pornography, but sometimes you want a hug. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just sometimes need you just want a hug. Yeah, some substance. So what you're saying is the news is too graphic about how fucked up we are. That's right. You'd rather watch. Well, porn no, it's just better. it's showing an over. It's entertainment. That, porn yeah. is entertainment. That is not how most people make love to each other. That's true. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of the new movies coming out but, uh, <laughs> that aren't black and white. Uh, yeah. You better stretch. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how I fit into this conversation. I'm trying to figure out how it's a son, how a father answers just, a son uh, that says something like yeah. that. <laughs> I'm just making a comparison to there is nothing of value. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. It is pure, like the same way that you watch the NFL and sure. you go, oh, I think I can do that. And no, yeah, no, right. those are professionals. Right. That's you know, you don't watch Top Gun and think, oh, I can play volleyball. It's much more difficult. <laughs> than it looks. Yeah. I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, speaking of porn, did you hear Ron Jeremy is in jail for sexual assault? You know, that didn't come up on my evening newscast when they're <laughs> selling me prescription no, drugs. They don't, they don't tell you the real news. A couple yeah. of weeks or so? Two yeah. or three weeks? Yeah, well, I think so. It's, what's yeah. he in jail a for? A, a I, I 20 that. cases of sexual assault, allegedly. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I think he gets off because of a hung jury, but... Uh, oh, you see what he did? <laughs> and let me tell you, you can crack all the jokes, but when he gets off, we're all going to have egg on our face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Good Lord. All right. <laughs> I'm over. actually sad that you know who he is. <laughs> what do you mean? I live in hotel rooms. Uh, <laughs> That's enough. I don't want to hear anymore. So uh, let's talk about something else. A <laughs> <laughs> little uncomfortable, are you, Bob? That's all right. Um, well, I've been working on daily affirmations. Uh, you know, do you know what that is? Like, I do. Uh, the energy you put out into the world, you get back. So. <laughs> Uh, just first thing in the morning, I wake up and I say, what did I do to deserve this? And uh, <laughs> that gets me prepared for the day. Mm. Do you have daily, do you give yourself pep talks ever? Do you, I do. Uh, you, hi, Bob. I'm Bob. I'm an alcoholic. Anything like that? <laughs> Not quite like that. <laughs> um. <laughs> Room. Do you want a serious you. answer, or do you just want to bat me I'm around just, like a pinata? Yeah, I'm just Either writing way, jokes. Okay. I'm just having fun <laughs> just, now. Just, yeah. You, just you feel free you to take the reins and go somewhere with it. Uh, well, oh, every day man. I try to uh, take a little time to be thankful for everything that's right in the world, for all the things that are good. And what do you do with the other 23 and a half hours? Of I just time? don't watch a lot of TV. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the other 23 and a half Sorry. hours? Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, the listeners you know, will get the jokes. They're not all yeah. funny. Uh, by the way, we do some of the same things uh, for uh, peace of mind and serenity. Uh, I've been hiking a lot, and you have yeah. been too. Yeah. And are you continuing that? I actually uh, hurt my leg a little bit, so I haven't been out for a month. I'm yeah. just uh, mm. getting old. and uh, Now he's hiking up his dress. Poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Andrew, uh, have a great time in uh, Portland. I understand that the Lollipop Guild has booked a table right in the front. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he represents. Yeah. 
and you will be uh, you'll have a good uh, you'll have a good crowd in Portland, and I, hopefully they'll be done rioting by then. Oh, um, well, I, they've been going a hundred straight days, so uh, you know they're about to change things any minute now. I can guarantee it. Oh, you're damn right they are. Mm. <laughs> the I'm best way to get people to change their mind is to set their buildings on fire. That's yeah. Oh, that always works. Yeah. <laughs> the beatings will continue until morale improves. Improves. <laughs> love that. All right, Andrew. Be safe. Uh, whatever, I love you. Whatever that means to you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. See you, bud. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Andrew. Okay. There we go. Oh, wow, I detected a little, yeah, a little uncomfortable air in the room there, Robert. Oh, me? A little, yeah, yeah. Uh, of, that's just for show. I think so. <laughs> I think so. I, I, I think Andrew's a pretty good guy. Um, I think he's a little, um, uh, what's the right word? He's probably still listening. Well, he always listens to the podcast. <laughs> um, I think he still has, uh, he, he's, he lives a life of so much solitude. Yeah. The yeah. life of a stand-up comic is, <clears throat> is very difficult. And so for this virus to, uh, and I meant what I said about, uh, you know, this virus is uh, destructive to his very core of what he does for a living. And yet... All the good comedy is born of pain. This may very well fuel him and send him over the top. You know, and I, 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 I frequently have pondered that maybe I gave him too good of an upbringing, <laughs> and, and you know that he needs more struggle in his life because I didn't give him a lot of struggle. He does not strike me as being a, a fortunate son type. No, he's not, and, and he doesn't take anything for granted, and he doesn't ask for anything either. No. No, uh, he's he's got his very self sufficient. Bob, you you you've done yeah. a great job. Just, yeah, I feel uh, I feel he's got a chance. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's because <laughs> Patriot Mom aside, I could know. have fucked it up a lot worse mm-hmm. if I kept drinking. But uh, but no, I feel actually feel for him. The uh, uh, this kind of thing in the midst of his career is you know is the worst. He's got the worst possible career. And it was just kind of reaching critical mass when it happened, too, yeah. it seems. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. he also books his own theaters. And that's how you make money in that business. Yeah. And yeah. he was just getting to the point where he's booking theaters and selling out in some cities yep. because of all his millions of views on Facebook. Yep. And now, theaters all closed. Temporarily. Temporarily. Yep. Yeah. I'm telling you, Halloween, Trump's going <laughs> to pass out the, uh, the vaccine himself. <laughs> Oh, you know what he is doing, though, uh, is writing. And oh, hold on a second. I accidentally hit that Pope bit again. How do I get rid of it? <laughs> hold on. Okay. We can't hear it, but. Hold on. What did I do? I don't know. You hit a start hold on. button. You can't hear it. No. It's playing it's on my computer. Ah. Well, it's not on, uh, oh, I know what it's playing on. It's playing on iTunes. I'll kill iTunes. Force there quit iTunes. Boom. There. Did you hear that bleeding through my headphones? No. Oh. I, I had your bit on the desktop of my computer, and I started, like, uh, I, I just hit it by accident, fidgeting with my hands. That's okay. Mm. We, we forgive you. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, let's, let's wrap this up. Let's bring it home. Who's got a topic <laughs> for the close? I was just going to, I got a quick question. I been looking. I was sort of binge watching a bunch of Jim Gaffigan. I don't know if you great call. Oh yeah, hilarious. Yeah, really funny. Yep. And uh, I couldn't believe the amount of material he had. How often? You know, how many shows does he do that material before he tapes one? I mean, uh, you mean I, how long can a comedian use the same material? Well, actually, I mean, ramping up to, uh, you know, a taping an hour long special or whatever. I, you I think know, you're asking I, again, how long does he road test, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, how long before he can record a special? Yeah. Well, Andrew, no, just Andrew would become, be able to tell you about that. It's, yeah. uh, I mean, if the question is, how do you get ready to do a TV special? Um, you work, 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 work. And then when you feel it's ready, you just go for it. And I think there's different approaches with different com- comedians. Like Chris Rock, <clears throat> excuse me, knows every note, every syllable, the exact timing for every joke that he does. Mm. 
because if you if you saw the special he did in the UK and the US, they would cut seamlessly back and forth across continents. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I yeah. did see that. Where yeah, he had changes of clothes, so you knew yeah. they were. Yeah, yeah. and, and every beat so would, every beat matched exactly. Yeah, uh, Andrew's Andrew's really into that too. He does a great job. But then oh, he does. Um, yeah. You have to constantly be writing new stuff and trying out new stuff. Mm-hmm. And woodshedding it's a woodshed of of sorts yeah in that you you try it out and eat, you alter it to suit the crowds that you that you're playing for and then you kind of average out the response and pick the best general appeal mm. did, did you and, ever do stand-up stuff. comedy yet oh yeah 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 in fact i my, i too put mine on hold i was opening up for a uh, a tom jones tribute band and uh, that that just waylaid the whole thing that's pretty unusual How's that? That's it a, a Tom gig, Jones reference, a, which I yeah. didn't think you'd catch. Oh, I see. Exactly. <laughs> okay, all right. No, it's not unusual to be loved by anyone. Um, no, so oh, so you were doing that kind of thing. Yeah, I yeah. did comedy for a year or so. I didn't know that. I was um, at the same club that Andrew started at in mm-hmm. Seattle called Giggles. Uh, Heard of it. I, I wanted to do it because I thought it would make my radio stuff better. No. Uh, and what I did is I had 15 minutes, so I was the, what they call the MC. MC, yeah. Mm. And I would do that 15 minutes like four or five times on a weekend. And I have to tell you, I, I had to quit. Yeah, I, demanding. It, well, it drained me so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Monday that- morning I would go to work and I'd be like, I got nothing. Yeah. And there's and there's no tomatoes in radio, which is beautiful. No, no. <laughs> tomatoes fall flat on the radio and splatter right in in your own car. That's right. no problem. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. I got a little boy in my choir, and I love to hear him sing. Gonna take him to the rectory basement, play with his wing. Each time I get caught. I get the same old thing, don't do no huggy, no kissy, priests don't even get a wedding ring. My bishop, my buddy, please put my case on the back shelf. He said just bless that wine and keep this all between ourselves. feel the same way why don't they cut me a break and let me build my own cow but they said no tuggy no monkey he took a little chastity vow hey johnny my pope please don't ask and don't tell he said don't follow no miners keep your hands to yourself Secret for the rest of your life. He told his mommy and daddy, and then they called Channel 5. My Lord, my Savior, please don't burn me in hell. He said, Don't hand me that line and toddle off to yourself. Hello there, son. I am Father Gagan. What might your name be? I'm Bubba. Oh, Bubba, that's quite a nice name. You're a big fella, aren't you? Oh, Lord, have mercy. 